guys, thank you, and welcome to Talking the Points, week 12 review, week 13. Panamanian Professor, what's up? Hello, what's up, peoples? Got, they, got, they got a new little sound for you now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's get into this. Um, week 12 review, let's start off. Derrick Henry, Titans, unstoppable. Uh, three TDs, 178 yards. Remember how we were speaking about, as about two weeks ago, how we were saying if there's a team in the NFL that has the best offense, mm-hmm. defensive team, I think the Titans proved it this last Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to double back and I'm going to agree. You know, I definitely agree with that one because I really, really thought the Colts had it, but it's just – well, it, honestly, it's the complete opposite of the, of their first game. You know, and realistically, it was just the same thing on the opposite end. So right now we need a rubber match here. Yeah, this one <laughs> this, this, this is a good uh, – we just completed about five minutes ago. The Steelers just uh, went 11-0. They just beat the Ravens uh, 14-19. Longest – NFL week in history started last Thursday at 12:30. Just ended right now at 6:55 on a Wednesday. Very long week. Um, I think I think the Titans have an opportunity to, to go into the playoffs. And with the way that the offense, the defense is clicking, they'll do a hell of a job. Yeah. Oh, back to the way. That was a great Snapple fact right there. I like that. That thank was pretty good. You, thank you. That was, it was good. I yeah, like that I'm one. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying over here. <laughs> here you go. And here comes Marv with the, the sound effects. <laughs> so, Titans, with the offense, defense they have, what do you think? They have a good shot. It's just on the their defensive side, I'm, con- I'm still <clears throat> a little weary. You know, it's just like they lost some key players from, you know, last year. But they still look good, you know, because at the end of the day, there's not too many teams that are really going to stop Derrick Henry. You know, that guy's a tank going down the field. Did you have him in fantasy or no? Nah, I wish. <clears throat> he was he was on all, all his props hit this <laughs> last weekend. All of them. It was like five of them. He got all of them. Um, So let's go. What happened with the Raiders against the Falcons this week? The Falcons really showed up in uh, – did everything to them. Man, I haven't seen that type of Falcons team since their Super Bowl year. That was that was amazing. And l- jumping in a little bit into week 13 over here, um, Professor, they're amazingly, the spread against them, they have, they right the Raiders have this week, no, I'm sorry, Atlanta has this week, New Orleans. New Orleans. And New Orleans is coming in as a 9-2 and two team. Versus them, that's four and seven, and they're only plus three at home against a nine and two oh. team. So it's pretty, it's pretty amazing what what they what they did this last week that it kind of startled even Vegas. Yeah, I know Vegas hates a lot of games this year. Yes, yes, this yeah this this year has been this year has been a little a little a little crazy, but them versus the Saints on Sunday. Only minus, only plus three. You're looking at the New Orleans Saints to blow them out the water, supposedly. Mm, I don't know what I'm going to see that game. But if I had to lean any way, it's going to be the Saints doing what they do in typical fashion. I understand the Falcons had a 
a really surprising good game that they, you know, kind of turned down, you know, the Madden settings and stuff like that, put it on rookie mode real quick against the Raiders, and they just straight. And they straight so, killed them. Yes. Yeah, that, that defense, I forgot. At one point, I, I know they had to be uh, plus 18 on fantasy with their defense. I want to say I think it was either 24 points they scored, depending on your league, you know. Jumping into another uh, Week 13 <clears throat> outlook here, we got the Raiders uh, versus the New York Jets. They're minus eight. Supposedly, everybody's saying they're going to steamroll past the Jets this week. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looks like it. They're, uh, the Jets are 0-11, so, so let's see what happens. So, Mr. Professor, I want to congratulate you personally for Sunday <laughs> for what the 49ers did to the Rams. That was amazing. Amazing. And, you know, I was on the phone with you texting back and forth, and I was just like, <laughs> these people are gonna, the Rams are going to come back and just, you know, take out the 49ers. So give it to me. What do you have? What did you see this game that they changed that, you know, that your superstar team beat the Rams? Let's start with one, please, ladies and gentlemen, tuck your chains because Debo Samuel came back with a vengeance. Okay, okay, okay. And what I mean vengeance that boy ran like, you know, everybody says chip on your shoulder, chip on your shoulder. It's pretty much division game. Aaron Donald still talking crap, saying he don't know who Debo Samuel is. Brother, that's twice he had to give it to you. M uh, Mullins threw for 252 yards. I know he had one intel in there, but still, hell, hell of a game all around offensively defensively um you know do you think that Goff's two intels you know switched up the game a lot i mean they were playing they were playing 49ers football like mm -hmm. they were doing good football yeah the, the thing is you if you really watch that game you see like even on the defensive aspect it was just they were really getting you know sherman officially back okay you know uncle sherman back and you know you had the dread the dread boys the dread crew you know with him and Verrett. You know, all over the field. Even, you know, props up to Verrett with that. Um, I think it was the Cam Akers run, if I'm not mistaken, that he was just, it was, it should have been a touchdown. Had like about five yards on Verrett, and you're talking about like a dash down the field, and, you know, took him down. I, it was within the five. So, uh, great thing. But just a defense on all cylinders, you know, like there's good things, you know, refs, some, you know, BS calls, but, you know, they, they looked really good. What's your outlook for the 49ers this week against the Bills on uh, Monday night? Uh, there's surprisingly, there, Monday night football, there's two games. There's the Steelers that they just beat the Ravens, and then we got the 49ers versus the Bills. And the, another low line, the 49ers are only plus three against the Bills. So, and again, impact from this last weekend, shifting lines for them. And I watched the whole game. I was That was an exciting game. And, you know, obviously, since you're a 49er fan, I had to put a little bit more in, you know, <laughs> uh, concentration on it. Of course, man. Part of the faithful, man. This is a, this is not just a regular love for a team, man. It's a brotherhood. It's a family. What's your outlook on the 49ers for the rest of the season? What do you think about them? Um, obviously, you know, you want to attempt to win out. You know, is it feasible? Uh, who knows? But right now, it's just all about keeping in the playoff hunt. You know, Arizona did us uh, – they did us a favor a couple times this week, actually. You know, okay. one is letting us 
use their house for you know the rest of the, our home games. Okay. Unfortunately, you know our Santa Clara County, they they're not allowing any any contact sports at all, so we can't play home practice. Nothing. We got the Bills this week, which obviously the Bills are great. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not sure if I see a win there, but we got the Wift uh, the following week. Then we got the Cowboys. That's two wins that I see there. Then we got the Cardinals, which I see they're gonna have a little bit of trouble there with. Then we got the Seahawks, but you know they go three and two for the rest of the season. Yeah, whether we could afford that or not, it's right now the way it's looking is, it's the NFC is like it's a solid conference, but you know it's still it's still good enough for us to make that jump. You know, can we do it? Like the Bills are definitely gonna be a tough task. But if the defense played the way they did, I really, really, really feel that we have a strong shot because the thing is, Josh Allen, he can turn the ball over. And the thing about it, he likes to run. So the thing is, we're going to have Fred Warner kind of spying on him a lot. And we're going for that ball. To be completely honest with you, and I'm going to jump ahead of you, that was one of my what the fucks moment of the week. That win, <laughs> them over the Rams losing to the 49ers. So that was that was mine crazy one um very interesting game also I, I was going back and forth these two games we have brady versus mahomes kansas city versus the buccaneers this week that game was on the same time as the 49ers so brady he went 345 yards three tds two intels and mahomes went for 462 yards and three tds if brady wouldn't have thrown those two TDs, that game would have been all Buccaneers, right? It came down to the wire. Like, honestly, I thought that game started just like the Rams won, and I was like, oh, crap, here we go again. And, you know, Tyreek Hill just being a friggin' monster, you know. I will say, though, that was definitely bad defense, and if realistically, if you look at that that touchdown pass, I want to say it was even the uh, the first one. Okay. It was, yeah, like first quarter. Like, I think they were already up 3 nothing. Oh. Literally, they almost got to Mahomes. Like, he's just right there. All he needs is a little more time, and that pass wasn't even getting off. You know, he, he did good, though. Three touchdowns. <laughs> but three touchdowns. Brady did an amazing job as well. Those two intels, I think they turned their whole game around, which he could have at easily, easy beat them 31-24 easily, mm-hmm. you know, Buccaneers on top. And they're 10-1 and now, so let's see what Brady does the rest of the season. Um, what do we got? Let's jump into a playoff picture here in the AFC-NFC. We got, after today, the Steelers are officially 11-0. and And then in the, in the NFC, we have a few games that it's, that's a little crazy, that's a little jumping everywhere. We even have the Giants that could even clinch the <laughs> NFC, which is amazing. So give me an outlook on that. <laughs> all right. So, all, you know, all the Giants fans that are listening right now, great win. You know, really, really good on you guys. Um, everybody who I've spoken to, you guys know how I feel about your division. Uh, Mike, I'm going to look at you to say the same thing. I'm listening. I'm listening. Your division doesn't belong in the playoffs whatsoever. What's up? Um, You're right. You're right. That's actually going to disgust me that <laughs> somebody's going to win that with just six wins. They did a great job. They beat the Bengals this week, 1917. Amazing game, amazing game. I spent the whole four hours watching it. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it was was a shitty performance on the Giants this week. I saw it. Um, uh, But they're they're in the hunt. They're in the hunt, amazingly. And then we have uh, the Buccaneers, 
Colts. We got a bunch of people still. We still got a long way to go, even though we're more than halfway through the season. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Pittsburgh already has a – looks like they're locking up that, you know, that first-round bye. But yep. you know what? The Kansas City Chiefs are going to be right there. And honestly, them dropping a game for the rest of the season, that's going to be very interesting. I, I don't know if it's really going to happen. But it's all about whose defense, you know, because if that's a game that we're going to see at AFC, AFC Championship game, whose defense is going to, you know, fluster first. Man, Titans are number three. They're right there. They're rising up every single week. There, it's the Steelers for the AFC. You got the Chiefs. You got the Titans, and they're right there. And I really, really, what I saw to this week, I really like the Titans. I, you know, if I, if I would, I would put money on them for for at least at least to clinch the the AFC. Well, as far as what? As far as they're playing offense and defense. To be honest with you, today the Steelers. I didn't like them at all against the Ravens. Oh, oh, I, I agree. I think they're one of these teams that they're just going to shit the bed later on in the season. Uh, the Chiefs, obviously, you know, they're playing they're playing really good football as well. But the Steelers are scaring me. They're 11-0. They're 11-0. They have a great rest of the season. But I don't know where they're going to shit the bed later on in the, in, in the season. It'll probably be just like Brady, you know, right. when he was with the Patriots. Right. That's the thing. Is like that undefeated is no matter whether you like the pressure, the pressure is still going to be there. So all the bull crap that, you know, um, Mike Tomlin, I like him. Right. You know, Steelers fans, don't don't get your panties in a bunch. But, you know, it's no matter what, there's going to be pressure from all aspects, whether you could win outright, you know, like can you actually do that and complete that perfect season? It's just, you know, sometimes it's good to just get that game out, you know. Get I'm not saying lose on purpose. But, but get a loss, you know, everybody relax because that pressure is building on them. It is building on them. Mm-hmm. And then we got in the in the FC, we got the Saints, um, the Saints, Packers, Seahawks, Rams, Bucks. Uh, on the bubble, I see number 10 as the 49ers, so. They got a long way to shoot up there. <laughs> they got a long way to go. But you never know. Uh, it's COVID football. Give me your what the fuck moment of the week, hater of the uh, hater moment of the week. Oh, man. It's just, you know, I, I feel this is, you know, pretty good. You know, it's pretty good football. I don't want to say it's going to be too much. You know, you could really touch base on so many different aspects, you mm-hmm. know, referees throughout <laughs> some of these games. I know Giants. You know, you guys got kind of burned on a couple of calls. I will say that. So, you know, that was. You have a specific cater moment of the week? Uh, apart, apart from the Rams saying, you know, stupid shit about your 49ers. Then if you got, you got to put it. I would just wish everybody, everybody go to that little interview with Aaron Donald where he talked about Debo after the first game just sounding bitter. You know, was- don't get me wrong. He did a lot better this game versus the first one. But. You know, like, you know, the little lamb chops, they they thought they were bringing it. I'm sorry. They, no matter what, I'll take that win against a division rival. I don't give a crap. But all I know now, let's just see what we could do now. Maybe overconfidence got the Rams on Sunday as well. Oh, of course. But, you know, like, honestly, like I, oh, I've been saying, Goff is not that good. He's not. He really isn't. Oh. I mean, I'm not saying anything. It's your 49ers. I don't want you know. I don't want you to throw the water in my direction over here. So I'm gonna be quiet. Now, nah, right. when you start talking about the sea chickens, then maybe we'll talk. <laughs> Let's go into our week 13 outlook here. Um, big spread starting early. We got no. We got no Thursday night football tomorrow because we had the Ravens and Steelers today. So we're going right into Sunday. 
we got Miami Dolphins with the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals, I hate these big spreads in COVID football, man, <laughs> that are ridiculous. Plus 12. Uh, actually, talking about big spreads, uh, the Ravens covered today. They were plus 11, and they <laughs> lost 19-14, so they covered. And then we got the Cincinnati Bengals versus Miami, plus 12 over 42 the way my Tua didn't play on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was out against the Dolphins. Yeah, Fitzpatrick was there. Fitzpatrick was playing, right? Um, so we got the Bengals versus them, but plus 12 is a lot of points. Yeah, that's that's just going to be a weird game all around because Miami hasn't looked themselves the last few like couple weeks. So I don't know. That's that's a game I, I want no parts of. Like honestly, from you know all aspects. <laughs> I just noticed right now how many 49ers shirts and jackets do you have? Because I just I just moved and the mic was in the way and I just saw another 49ers <laughs> logo here. Um, too much to count. Yeah, you have a lot. <laughs> the tattoo's coming. Just the, wait for that one. Okay. Uh, we got um, I like I like the Bengals this game plus 12. Too many points. Mm-hmm. You gotta go. This one's interesting. This is interesting. We got the Cleveland Browns, which they did, if my mind is not mistaken, they played the Jaguars last week, this upcoming week, and now we have the Tennessee Titans, which obviously they did a great job against the Colts. Only, only, they're only minus six. Hmm. So you have the Titans against, I don't know how the Browns are eight and three, to be completely honest with you. Their defense. Their defense? Their their defense is really solid. Um, You know, they keep people at bay for the most part okay and it's just like you know they the plays they make certain key plays you know when you when you have miles Garrett on your on your team it's he's just one of those dynamic players that's going to cause some type of havoc at certain points in the game it's going to be a guaranteed turnover from him or somebody avoiding him you know it's that's like so many like key players within the league you know I like the Titans minus six on on Sunday. Yeah, I like them. The mm-hmm. way they're playing, the way they're clicking, that momentum. If, if Henry has another one of those, if Henry has those games for the rest of the season, which I'm not sure how, how much he could upkeep and upkeep those games, but there's no stopping them. You know, so minus six Titans, uh, Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears. Uh, Chicago lost this week, um, and then we got the Lions. <laughs> so. Uh, not one of the. This is not one of those games that interests me at all. You know, it's you know, it's Chicago plus three versus the Lions. What do you like there? Division game. You know, Trebinsky. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Detroit might even you know, surprise a couple people. Oh, I don't, I would stay out of that game. I don't like that game. To be completely honest, <laughs> we got the Colts. Um, you know. And a low line here against the Texans. The Texans are coming off a, a bye, if I'm not mistaken. They're plus three. The Texans are uh, are plus three against the Colts. So the Colts are, you know, last game they they they, they fought until the end, and they did a uh, they you know they did what they could against the Titans. But you know, you I would supposedly you would have to take them the, this game. Colts, Colts, taking the Colts. Of course. Why? There is a certain denominator on the Houston Texans that has been suspended for the rest of the season. What is it? And that is Will Fuller. I did not know that. Fuller is out for the rest of the season for taking something that he should not have. Is he on your fantasy team? Negative. Okay. How did you do in fantasy this past week? Lost again. Oh, shit. 
yeah, no, it's just one of those. Kyler Murray decided to, you know, unfortunately kick me in my, uh, yeah, I already know what that's going on. Yeah, shit the bed, right? Yeah, man, it's like, how you just sit there and give me seven points, bro? Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, that's a game that he should have did something. Bro, like, honestly, I don't even, and next week I got, I'm either picking Kyler Murray to go in again, who knows what the hell he's going to do, or I'm going to put Josh Allen against the 49ers, and shit, that's just not going to happen. Okay. Okay. Um, Jaguar is down a huge slump. I'm, I don't see anything coming off from them for the rest of the season. With the Minnesota Vikings, I, I, another huge spread, plus 11. <clears throat> Funny thing is, Jaguars, they lose, they lose, they lose, but they keep those, they keep every single game that I've, I haven't seen in any other games, but every game that I've reviewed, they just keep it close. Yeah, and then you just kind of just lose it at the end. Yeah, they just go down to hell. Well, but still, 11 points against the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins. Um, that game was amazing. Which one? The The Panthers versus the Vikings. That game Dude, was... That, that, game, a, that yeah. game, I didn't see it, but that game was amazing. I watched all the highlights mm-hmm. yesterday, and I, I would have loved to see that game at 1 p.m. That was a really good game. It started off kind of slow. But it ended up being really, really, really good. Yeah, that you know? was. I wanted to touch base on on that game today, but I didn't. I didn't. I reviewed it and I saw it. But that was that was like probably one of the best games on Sunday. That um, that game came down to one play. There's one play that particular that I even logged down just to. The Panthers were up twenty one to ten yes. in the third quarter, and it was like about a minute twenty four, third and thirteen. Okay, you're talking about. Kirk Cousins drops back, and you're just looking at it, and obviously he makes this play. It's really good. But I'm trying to see. Brian Burns from the um, from the Panthers okay. literally was like within not even like a second of swatting that pass away. That right there would have changed the whole game. And obviously, you know, Justin Jefferson, yo, he's – that kid's balling this year. Amazing. That, that Amazing. kid is so Balling. so, what do you do on Sunday? Do you do you since they came back from the Panthers game? Do you take them on? Do you take the minus eleven points on or, uh, on them on Sunday? I'm going Vikings. My, my, if if I had to minus eleven, if I had to, I'm taking the Vikings that game. Whether I'm right or not, you know, <laughs> is you, that that's looking really really good on that side of the field. You know, between obviously dealing when he comes back off of COVID. But him and Justin Jefferson are looking really good together. It looks like he's kind of form fit that offense and just making it look like Diggs is all right. Diggs was there, but now I'm here. I would like to. I would like to take that under the game, the over under fifty four. I see an offensive game from the Viking side. Yeah, but I don't see much coming off of the you know Jaguars maybe score 10, 20 points the max. Vikings maybe thirty, but fifty four is a lot. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. I like yeah. the under that game. I like that. Yeah. I know we touched base with the with the Raiders and the New York Jets. Supposedly, the Raiders are gonna. This is one of those games that heavily, heavily favored on the Raiders. They're minus eight. You know, hasn't been one of those things where the Seahawks on Monday night, for example, ninety two percent of the public was on the Seahawks, Blech. and and they couldn't cover. So, be careful with that game. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of public money going to the Raiders. <laughs> we touched um. New Orleans versus Atlanta again. What 
Atlanta team are you going to get here? We know what we're going to see. But I don't think it's going to be that bad. I say they make it a game. Give me your game prediction on this. Tell me what's going to happen. All right. Um, if I had to say a score, the score is going to probably be definitely New Orleans is scoring 35 plus. So I say the, the game is probably going to be 35-23. 25. Say that again. About 35-23. So, wow. 35 Saints. Yeah, I'll say maybe about 23 for the Falcons. So, all right. So, Panamanian Professor says bet the over on the away team, which is going to be way less than 35. But you can bet the <laughs> over just on the away team, which that's a high number. But okay. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I'm loving the sound. Okay. Um, LA Rams versus Mr. Kyler Murray, minus three. What do you have there? Ugh. I don't like that game. At all? So let's no, just... I don't like that game. I say Rams come back and kick the, kick the Cardinals' ass. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that game, LA Rams versus the Cardinals are at home. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with him on this. I'll do Rams as well. We got the Giants versus the Seahawks. Another huge spread, plus 11. Plus 11, the Giants plus 11 against Russ at home. <laughs> that game is going to be a lot closer than what people think. You think so? Yes. The Giants defense is going to – here's the thing. I don't know what the hell people are going to do with uh, Metcalf. You know, I'm starting to try to come up with excuses, <laughs> but – the kid, he's he's tough, man. He's tough as nails. Um, I'm unfortunately can never like that team, but you know what? I get props when props is due. The kid is balling. Um, if you want to say, uh, let me involve, like, let's go back to okay. eight or moment of you know the week or whatever the case. That's one of them. Uh, it's just he needs to stop being a bitch. Okay. And what I mean by that is like, dude, stop taking it personal that people are saying that you're not Megatron, bro. You're not. Okay. You don't even get double covered in the league. You're talking about a gay, a, a gay. Apologize, Megatron. Don't look for me. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> you're talking about Kevin Johnson. He he would trip, get triple covered, and still come down with these passes. That guy was a phenom. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So the thing is, you only been in the league, you know, a couple years. And the thing is, here's one thing that I will say about. You're not Megatron because Megatron doesn't drop wide open passes. He dropped a wide open touchdown when he was playing last week. Brother, you can't do that. As good as you are, and that was his problem coming out of college. And that was him securing passes. Like, you know he's tough. You know he's going to come down with some hard passes, but he would just drop these wide open passes for whatever reasons. And it's just like, dude, you know the fundamentals. You can do highlight reel catches. Okay. It's like OBJ, you know? You, you're a human highlight reel, but you drop the passes that a four-year-old could catch. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, brother, you know, um, you could play with a chip in your shoulder. You know, that's Seattle football. They all do that. But, you know, stop being so soft when it comes to that. You know what I'm saying? Megatron is a beast. You're not Megatron. I don't care. That's, that, that's a nice take into that game. Thank you. Um. Interesting here. We have um, the New England Patriots versus the L.A. Chargers. They're even. They're even. I was just looking over here. The Chargers, uh, they've lost. Uh, they lost against the Bills. They've lost against. Um, that was a good game, actually, too. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was a good game. They lost against, um, uh, against the Dolphins. 
lost against the Raiders. So we now we got now we got them even here. But what do you think that the Patriots do on Sunday? What could Cam do to beat Chargers? The well, he with this one he has to utilize his backs. Like honestly, because this is a this is you're going up against an offense who's going to do the same thing to you. Okay. And you have to like you know get the defense off balance. And the thing is, utilize your weapons. And now, as far as the wide receivers, you know Cam could throw whatever the case, but I, I think it's just utilize your backs. You know a lot of split back formations. You know dump offs, screens, wraparounds. Use your backs. Like honestly, from Cam to win this, I want to see Cam throw for like at least 75 yards plus to each of his running backs. Okay. You know, to James White, to Harris, and then even um <clears throat> who's one coming back? Um uh, Sony Michelle. Okay. You know, I like he has to get them all involved. You know, and that's the way cuz you know what, the Chargers, I'm going to say the same thing on their end too. You know, you got Eckler back, you know, do the same thing because you know what, Gilmore is going to cover uh, Keenan Allen so you know maybe uh, Mike Williams might get open a few times here and there but use Eckler Eckler I, Justin Jackson Kelly all of them all of them I like I like this game I like the Chargers the Chargers have this consistency this whole season win lose win lose same thing with the with the Pats in the last four or five weeks win True. lose win lose I don't know why I like the Chargers this week I don't know Cam just can't get two in a row so I don't understand what happens there. So I'm taking the Chargers. You want to take the Pats this week? No. Okay. <laughs> Not right. happening. All right, cool. All right. So Hell no. <laughs> Green Bay plus nine against the Eagles. Eagles, what do you think? Uh, Packers minus nine. They lost their last game, if I'm not mistaken, against the Colts, was it? So they're on a bye. What do you think here? Ugh. It's just damn man. <clears throat> the Eagles could be so much better. Okay. You know, and the thing is to the to the front office, like I don't know what the hell you guys are thinking over there. Um you got to put Jalen Hurts in, you know what I'm saying? Like sit down Wentz. Okay. Like I'm sorry. If you want it like yo, that was depressing watching that game cuz it's the same thing. And honestly, this is just like it's like the Bears and the Eagles, the same thing we're looking at. The defense does what they have to do there. They're making plays, they're keeping you in games, they're causing turnovers, and the offense just looks like crap. You know, you're giving your defense no time to rest. You know what I'm saying? Like I know, like they're they're always gonna give you the song and dance, like the political. Oh, you know, we're looking out for our offense. You know, we support them and stuff like that. We give them the backing and all this other hoopla bullcrap. That is frustrating. I don't care who you are. If you're doing what you have to do consistently and you are getting no support from your offense, you got to start making some waves and talk to certain people because if that's the case, you need to eat, need to change your offense coordinator. You need to talk to your coach. Coach needs to get fired, you know. Like, there's a lot of things that need to happen because you're t Philly. Philly's defense did pretty damn good against Seattle. Yeah, you know, like like more better than I expected. You know, these teams, I you have to know that they have to know the spread. They have to cover. Why do you go for a two? Point <laughs> oh yeah, why the do you hell go for? That. Why do you go for a two point conversion? Once you know you're down, you could just kick it. And you know the Seahawks cover the spread. 
Mm-hmm. But they know. They have to know. They said, oh, fuck everybody. I'm, I'm, we're going to cover for everybody. And then, well, obviously, they didn't cover everybody because everybody got screwed that game because 91% of the public was on the Seahawks. That was a great night for Vegas, by the way. It's, a, it's like an opposite of that B-Dub commercial and stuff like that where they call it in to send it to overtime and all that shit. They, but they must. They must. Yeah, like, man. Just make sure that they that they don't cover, please. I would love to own the MGM Casino just for one night in Vegas. Just Oh, just give it to me for one night. Damn, one? Yeah. Just one night, man. Nah, can you imagine? Son, can you imagine Monday Night Football's take? It went ninety-one percent on the Seahawks. Can Damn. you just imagine that take? Then you know, just Tuesday morning, just everybody would bring up those tickets because that's what it was. It was the o- the only people that bet on the Eagles were like the whatever the population in in Philadelphia is, and m- most of the people that don't bet. <laughs> shit. So that's what you were thinking about the MGM Grim in Vegas for a date? Nah, yeah. man. I'm turning that shit into some hangover stuff, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, Denver football, football will follow uh, after that. Football but. will follow. Yeah, you're right. Denver Broncos versus uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, give me the toilet right Den- now for that game. Yeah, that, that was horrible last game. <laughs> they, they couldn't cover. But you see, that's why those big spreads sometimes they couldn't cover 17 points mm-hmm. 17 points they got blown out 31-3 if I'm not mistaken uh, I saw little highlights and clips of that game Denver Broncos versus Kansas City Chiefs they're at Kansas City they're plus 14 they're plus 14 against the Chiefs obviously you got to take Mahomes minus 14 it's a huge spread I know but what could you do there uh Kansas City's gonna smoke them. Smoke them, right? <laughs> that game's gonna be bad because here's the thing: Drew Locke is supposedly supposed to come back, but like, like you know what? Shout out to Denver's defense um, against uh, the the New Orleans. Yeah, against New Orleans yeah. because they did pretty damn good. To be honest with you, if you watch that game, not to revisit and you know waste a little time with that, but when you watch that game, they had a lot of success with um, when Taysom Hill, when he was dropping back. Okay. That game changed when they started running the ball consistently. Okay. That's when that game changed completely and all the scores because you know what? They, for for what it was, they, they, they did the best they could. But you know what? That organization in Denver, what the hell were you guys thinking? Having all your quarterbacks there with no mask on? Like, People like the importance of that is is beyond measures, you know, and that'll be talked about another time. But people like, come on, get smart with that. It's not a game, and you know, you risk people's lives. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's. Um, I like Kansas City minus fourteen. What do you think? Take him. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, let's do. Yep. It. All right. So we're done with Sunday. Let's go on to Monday Night Football. I know we touched this a little bit. Wift versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. I want a, I want a game where I know Pittsburgh. I said it two weeks ago that they were going to lose today to the Ravens, mm-hmm. and they almost got it. They were close to losing this game. Bro, it, it's you can't even get a straight up game with them. You look can't. at that. They struggled right there. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the defense was semi healthy on on Baltimore's side. But it's like they struggled. Honestly, if with RG3, if they would have started with those run design plays from the beginning of the game and he would have never threw that um that pick six, like it, this is exactly how they played the first time. 
And it's, it was a, it's the funny thing. A pick six was what decided that game when you really look at the scoreboard. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> the Ravens had their opportunity. But when you have RG3 and Trace McSorley, you know, like there's, there's no Lamar Jackson in this equation because if that's the case, we know they ran on them the first game for over 250 yards plus. They were running on them this game too. You know, obviously, you know, when RG3 threw uh, that <clears throat> pick to make a Fitzpatrick, I don't know what the hell he was even thinking on that pass. But it's just like they they just they struggle on certain games that I just don't understand. And this one was supposed to be a layup for the Steelers. And that's what honestly, that's why they wanted to play that game so bad, because they knew they had that. And look at it, because all the players are on Twitter bitching about this, bitching about that. It's like, yo, come on, don't bitch about the game because you want an easy win. I understand it's the vision game, but you know, people want to see a true game on Thanksgiving. Right. You know, we get tired of seeing this like of course. crap fast. Of course. Then um with the Steelers plus ten on Monday night. Let's see, I don't I don't see them covering and I don't I don't mm-hmm. like I don't want to take the minus ten either. No. Uh, I, I don't know. Because, mm-hmm. like I just don't know what I'm we're gonna see from you know from Washington. We don't really know. So. But it's not bad taking one of these games and hammering the other team money line $100 because you don't know the outcome. Today you could have gotten, you were what, a TD away from $1,100 for $100? I mean, they were about to lose to the Ravens today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were about to. So obviously we're all going with the 49ers on Monday Night Football against the Bills. They're plus three. You know, we have to do it. I, I can't even, you know, try to go with the Bills, you know. So we're all going 49ers. Damn right. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up the week? Um, not well, not really. I would just say, you know what? Let's see what happens next week. Hopefully, some of you win money. Okay. You know, if you can, you know, just you know, throw us a little percentage. You know, if you, you know, if we helped you out. You know, <laughs> times are tough right now. Um, thank you for joining me, Professor. I know you're going through something. Uh, you guys, everybody, be careful with COVID. We're losing a lot of loved ones. Um, So just uh, stay safe out there and uh, please stay healthy. Yep, preach it. Thank you, brother.